TGIM, my friends, TGIM, thank God it is Monday. Yes, you got to be thankful for every single day that we are given. You never know. Uh, well, you know, I don't even want to <laughs> it is honestly an honest, an honest statement, though. You never know how many days we're going to have on this earth. Uh, not necessarily because of the, cr- the, the craziness that's going on in your city, but it could be which is all the more reason why you need to make sure that you are aware that you know those four A's that Victor Marks uh, shared on my podcast. Uh, he just held a training in San Diego for those of you that were able to make it. Thank you for going out there and supporting my brother. And most importantly, thank you for preparing yourselves because, again, it is crazy out there. We're going to get into, into some of that today. I apologize for the late uh, start this afternoon, uh, this evening, but uh, the president was speaking, and you know... I don't know about you, but I love hearing the president speak. And there were several clips from uh, his press briefing today that I wanted to bring you for the show. So took a little while to get those clips and everything loaded and dealing with some other technical difficulties. But I am here, and I'd like to say thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me. If you're on Facebook, they're still being nice to me, I think. Uh, so please hit the share button right now. Hit the share button if you haven't already. Hopefully one of your friends or family members that may not listen to you Maybe they'll listen to me. Maybe they'll say, what's his brother talking about? And they'll hear something on today's show that wakes them up. Same goes for all my Twitter audience, YouTube audience. And if you're listening via the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast, thank you so much for listening to my news and my one-on-one interviews and for sharing and spreading uh, my messages of hope, truth, and justice that I believe need to reign in our country right now. All right, let's get into it. So the president was whisked away. If you were watching, if you didn't see it, I've never seen anything like that take place before. I saw my friend Dan Bongino share the exact same thing. He was Secret Service for a lot of years, and he said that that he's never seen anything like that happen. The president took to the White House press briefing room to speak and share on uh, a lot of things, and as soon as he was getting into, uh, uh, into his speech... He's, he was he was summoned, basically, by the Secret Service that said, we got to leave right now. Going to be, I mean, the way they're going, it looks like they're just about going to be topping records, hopefully soon. Excuse me? And just like that, before the president could really get into sharing what he had to share with us, the American people, the Secret Service pulled him away. I was thinking, what the heck is going on? Was there a bomb somewhere? I mean, it was kind of eerily reminiscent of when George Bush uh, got the word about 9-11. I don't know about you, but that's what I was thinking, is what in the world is going on? Well, what wound up happening, what took place, was that somebody was shot by Secret Service outside of the White House, literally like right in front of the gate of the White House. Uh, it's not uh, yet known who the individual is, if it was a man or a woman. I haven't been able to determine that yet. Uh, they be- they were armed, I believe, and Secret Service took them, well, they didn't take them out, they took them down. Uh, that, in- that individual was rushed off to the hospital, and uh, the president, with class, uh, and a great demeanor came right back to answer questions and continue to deliver his briefing to us, the American people. It's interesting to me that one of the reporters 
had the audacity, I guess, maybe to try to paint the president as most of the liberal hack mainstream journalists try to do on a regular basis, make this president look weak, feeble, make him look like he's incompetent, make him look like everything that Joe Biden is. Uh, they were just wanting to get any kind of uh, reaction out of him. And so they asked him this. The premises, the wall, the, uh, the as you know, the fencing, especially the new fencing that they put up is uh, very powerful. Uh, but it was on the outside of the White House. OK, and they'll have a full report. Secret Service in a little while will have a full report. Are you rattled by this at all, Mr. President? I don't know. Do I seem rattled? It's uh, unfortunate that this is a uh, world, but the world's always been a dangerous place. That's not something that's unique. Uh, the world has been, you look back over the uh, centuries, the world has been a dangerous place, very dangerous place, and uh, it will continue, I guess, for a period of time. Were you rattled? <laughs> he didn't look very rattled when he walked off. He actually, to me, looked like, is this really what we're stopping the press briefing for? Somebody got shot outside of the White House gates? Uh, but he came back with class and answered all of the questions and gave amazing news to the American people. One more clip from uh, his press briefing today that I thought was absolutely brilliant and something that all believers, I think that if you have faith like I do, uh, in a good God that has uh, given us instructions, that loves all of us, he loves you even if you're not a believer, he still loves you. And I'm not trying to paint a big religious paintbrush on everybody. Uh, I'm just telling you that the God that I know, my father, my papa, he is good. And if you find out how good he is, once you find out how good he is, you're going to want to know more about him. But I think that it's it's uh, relevant that the president, the potential uh, president of the United States, Joe Biden, he, he is running for office to be the commander in chief. He's stated that he's a Catholic. He's come under a lot of fire because, as I have addressed on many occasions, and you don't have to be a believer to believe this. It is absolutely asinine to me that anybody would support abortion anytime, anywhere, any reason, up to, up to any point before birth, and now the Democrats are talking about after birth. Well, Joe Biden does support that, and I think that is 100% anti-God, uh, and yet uh, one reporter called him out and said, do you really think that, uh, that Joe Biden is against God? I love the president's response especially towards the end about uh, Joe and his basement. A few days ago, you said, I'll quote, uh, Joe Biden has hurt God. He's against God. Um, the vice president has said that he's a man of deep Catholic faith, that he's credited for helping him endure some immense personal tragedy. So, so what did you mean by that? You said that Joe Biden has hurt God or is against God. Well, if you look at the manifesto that, uh, that they've come up with, and if you look at their stance on uh, religion and things having to do very importantly with aspects of religion and faith, uh, I don't think a man of uh, deep religion would be agreeing to the Bernie Sanders plan. You take a look at what they have in, and you just, uh, you can't put that into uh, the realm of a religious group of people, I will say that. And I think it's one of the reasons why, if you look at polls, which I'm not a big believer in polls, I wouldn't, if I was, I guess I wouldn't be standing here right now. Uh, and by the way, our poll numbers are going up very rapidly, as you know, and Joe's are going down very rapidly. Um, he'll have to come out of the basement, it looks like, pretty soon. <laughs> Where is Joe? Where is sleepy Joe Biden? Where is he at? He's hiding in his basement somewhere, afraid to come out, afraid he's going to 
give us another gaffe to all question where his allegiance lies and whether or not he is a bigot. If you look at his track record of supporting segregationists, well, uh, he was against busing. He was uh, sided with segregationists, and uh, he said some very, very demeaning things to the black community. If you don't know who to vote for, you ain't black. Uh, and oh, unlike the African-American community, the Hispanic community, well, they have diversity. Uh, they have diversity of thought. They think for themselves, are you kidding me? I really, truly do not understand how any black individual, entertainer, athlete, whatever, has not absolutely railed on Joe Biden for those statements, yet he is their Democrat hopeful. I truly believe that their hate for this president, because of the mainstream media, because of the nonstop narrative of lies against this president, I'll say it again, I've met President Trump about 10 times. I can smell a racist, friends. You, there's an aura about them. There's an air of them. They actually kind of uh, like, they can't hide it. Kind of like when somebody has BO, when somebody's got bad body odor, you just tell. They, they can't even tell they're putting it off. Well, I can tell when somebody's a racist. And friends, I got to tell you, I have never felt anything racist about this president. Only love, appreciation, and when he's talking to you, it's like you're the only person in the room that he's talking to. He's, uh, his eyes are gazed right on you, listening intently, truly wants to hear what you have to say. I'm so thankful that we have him as our main amazing commander and uh, chief. Well, that's, uh, that's it for the, uh, for the press briefing. Let's get on to what other chaos is taking place in our country. Chicago has been absolutely ravaged by violence. Uh, over 100 people shot over the weekend, 13 police officers injured, and Mayor Lori Lightfoot, I've got a video to show you in a second that it's, it's asinine to me, it's absolutely crazy to me that, uh, that she's allowed it to get to this place and she will not. She will not take the blame for it. No, she still wants to pass the buck on to somebody else. But vandals and looters go absolutely nuts in Chicago's magnificent mile after police shooting. Well, it was apparently uh, in uh, retaliation to a police shooting that didn't occur like they were being purported that, that it did. Hours after Chicago police shot a young man who turned and fired at them, hundreds of police went, uh, hundreds of people went on a looting and vandalism rampage in numerous spots of the city early Monday, according to reports. The chaos began around 2.30 on Sunday when police answered a call uh, of a man with a gun in Inglewood near on the south side. When they got there, they found a man who fit the description near Morin Park and he was running away from the police. The suspect turned and fired at them first. That's not what you're, you're hearing. And again, I believe these riotous criminals will use any, any suspected action by police against especially a black individual as reason to create chaos. Uh, the officers returned fire, wounding the gunman who was transported to the University of Chicago Hospital in an unknown condition. So that is what started that absolute just chaos in Chicago. Merritt Lori Lightfoot refuses to take responsibility, as, as pretty much any of the Democrats in these states are refusing to take responsibility for not doing anything. They're telling the police to stand down. They are siding, pretty much, in my book, with these riotous criminal terrorists, uh, they're, they're giving them a green pass. They're not going in and shutting down these chop chaz zones. They're allowing this to go on in their cities, friends. And unfortunately, too many innocent individuals' lives are at stake. Here's Mayor Lori Lightfoot that absolutely did not want to hear that she had any responsibility whatsoever for the chaos that is ensuing in her city. It, it almost sounds as though you're saying this is... The reason we have it is because the courts and the prosecutors were not doing their job, that they were going too easy 
on the looters from the last time around. Rick, let's be clear. I mean, don't bait us, okay? No, I, I this just, is, no, no, I, I was asking us to Do not bait us. Don't, do not bait us. This is a serious situation. People are concerned about their safety. Officers are concerned about their safety. So don't bait us. What we're saying is, as a result of what happened last night, there have to be consequences. We've got teams of people that are aggressively out there identifying the people responsible, looking at the, the plates, and we're going to bring them to justice. But when we do, and we do make those arrests, our expectation is that this is going to be treated with the level of seriousness that it should be, period. Don't try to bait us. I'm not trying to bait you, Mayor. I'm just asking you a question that, that seems... I'd like to take a moment and tell you about the most useful app on my phone. You know, it's hard to find the time to sit down, to read, and to learn more, but I always feel like I need to. When you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. There's an incredible app that solves this problem, and I highly recommend it. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is really unique, and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. Blinkist takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information, from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. I like Blinkist because I can listen to it while driving in my car, while traveling, while making breakfast or working out. I loved listening to this book, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com Harris. Try it for free for seven days and save 25% off of your new subscription. That's Blinkist. B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Harris to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash Harris. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash Harris to start your free seven-day trial. Yeah, she doesn't want to hear about that. Oh, is it the leniency that you've given and allowed these protesters, these riotous criminals to have? Is it that that's actually created even more of a chaotic bubble in your city? Oh, no. Don't bait me. Don't talk. Don't blame me. Mayor Lori Lightfoot, you are exactly who your city needs to blame. You are the one that's uh, not allowed your police to do their jobs and protect and serve their citizens. You are the one solely responsible for the chaos in your city. Meanwhile, while they're allowing these rioters to pretty much do what they want, guess what they want to do to anybody that's visiting the city of Chicago that may not be wearing a mask? Oh, they want to track you down and they want to fine you. Oh yeah, they want to take as much money as they can. They want you to know they mean business when it comes to wearing masks or, or quarantining. Oh yeah, yeah, they, they want to know exactly uh, that they, they want you to know that they mean business, that she means business. Big Brother Chicago to use social media to track violating quarantine fines of up to $500 per day, friends. Oh, they want to know who it is that's not following their law and order, unless it's actually those that are not following law and order, then they really don't care. Can you say crazy, friends? I, I think I can. I'm not sure Chicago can be managed much, much worse 
than it currently is. Rampant crime, unfunded pensions, and now they've instituted a new travel order, friends. This new order uses a rolling average of new CV-19 cases, China virus cases, uh, for each state. So if you're planning on visiting or returning from the Windy City and your destination state has very few extra cases reported, you might be target a target for big fines uh, if you don't self-quarantine, even if you don't have any symptoms. According to NBC, Chicago public health authorities in Chicago will be checking your social media accounts uh, to see if visitors to their city are following quarantine orders. On July 2nd, the city issued an emergency travel order requiring visitors uh, and residents who have traveled to destinations with higher number of COVID-19 cases to quarantine for 14 days on arrival in Chicago. Authorities will now be checking online to see if you're following those orders. So they're really serious when it comes to this uh, supposed pandemic. They really want to make sure that you're following their rules, uh, that you're self-quarantining, but if you're a rioter, if you're a criminal terrorist out there uh, causing mayhem, well, we're just going to say you've got a right to protest because you're so upset at all of the police on black violence that doesn't exist. It just does not exist, friends. Well, at a pro-police rally in Seattle uh, over the weekend ahead of the uh, city council to defund the Seattle Police Department. Again, this just goes part and parcel with what these Democrats continue to do. Allow the rioters to get away with mayhem and murder, literally, and yet they want to defund the police. How does that make any sense whatsoever? I have no clue. But uh, again, I guess you have to be a liberal to understand that. Uh, Pro-police crowd gathered in Seattle over the weekend ahead of the city council vote to defund the Seattle police. A pro-police crowd organized uh, by the Seattle Police Officers Guild gathered outside of City Hall on Sunday in support of the Seattle Police Department ahead of the vote today to slash the city's law enforcement budget. The Seattle City Council has been discussing defunding the police for weeks, now following protests that ignited after the killing of George Floyd. Black Lives Matter and Antifa protesters have demanded that funds currently going towards Seattle Police Department de- re- be reallocated, like Joe Biden said. We need to redirect it uh, to other places in the community, such as affordable housing and living wages. Does it just me, or does it absolutely seem like there is an all-out attack on the police by Democrat-controlled mayors and governors? What do you think is going to happen And for everybody that says, oh, Joe Biden didn't say defund the police, he said uh, redirect some of the funds. Well, a good friend of mine, Hogan Gidley, who I had the opportunity to interview that you'll see this week uh, on the show, Hogan said he made it really clear. If you don't think that uh, taking money away is uh, redirecting funds, then when you get your paycheck, how about I just redirect your paycheck into my bank account and see how much you like that? (laughs) Yeah, that is taking money away from the source that it should be going to. We need more police. We need better training for police. We need more money in our police departments to provide better training, better access, better technology, all of the things to make our police safer for not only themselves, especially for themselves, but for every interaction of every person that they ever come in contact with. That is what will give more hope and confidence in police departments, not defunding the police. That is absolutely just asinine. Well, in Portland, uh, the, uh, the supposed mayor there, the, the lady that's trying to become the mayor uh, out there, she has come out and said, well, uh, I want to replace uh, the current mayor of Portland, but she, she will refuse to denounce the chaos. It should be a very, very simple answer. Do you denounce 
People setting fires to buildings with people inside should be a very, very simple question to answer. Yet this Democrat just can't do it. But what about the criminal activity we're seeing? Do you denounce that part of it? I understand why they're angry. But lighting fires with people inside the building, would you denounce that part of it with lighting fires, arson with people inside buildings? I'm not the person setting the fires. I'm not the person doing the graffiti. But will you denounce it? I'm not here to tell protest. I don't smash windows. I I clean up when things are unfairly targeted, but here's what I have to say. Their outrage at the police is valid, and the problem of police brutality and executing black lives in the streets is more important than petty vandalism. No, she won't answer the question. No, she won't say just a pure, simple, no, it's wrong to set fires to buildings with people inside. It's wrong to set fire to buildings. No, she wants to cater to the belief that there's just cops out there, white cops that are just out there uh, targeting black individuals. She's catering to Black Lives Matter, a Marxist organization that would love to completely destroy the foundation of this country and what makes this country so great. That's who she's siding with. And that could potentially be the uh, the new mayor of Portland. I don't know how you throw the baby out with the bathwater and get the same baby in the same bathwater. I don't know if that's a good pun or not, but that's basically what Portland would be doing if they elected that woman uh, in uh, instead of who they've got right now. Well, the lawlessness continues in Wisconsin. Black Lives Matter protesters, you'd think that they would leave black folks alone. You why Why wouldn't they leave black folks alone? Yet that's not what BLM is all about. They're all about creating chaos everywhere they go. Stop the lawlessness, we say. Wisconsin Black Lives Matter protesters shoot at at the home of a black officer, uh, a black officer's girlfriend, after assaulting them both. The Great Depression, August 1929 to March 1933, took America to its knees from the roaring 20s to the stock market and the economic uh, collapse at the end of the decade and running into the next almost half a century was simply focused on how to survive the unexpected turn in fortunes. Friends, what's taking place right now in Wisconsin where black individuals are being targeted, you got to see the video in this article. If you haven't, I'm not going to show it today, but you really got to see the video in this article. Uh, In 2020, we have more domestic terrorists roaming some of our major city streets than ever, ever before. Uh, Here's a few of the additional headlines from last night. Lori Lightfoot, Chicago looters hit uh, Magnificent Mile for five straight hours. Police officer gets smashed in the face with a brick. Portland uh, Portland police officers injured by mortal attacks uh, and more. It's absolutely asinine to me that the only black lives that seem to matter are the black lives and all of the friends of those black lives matter that are out in the streets protesting, rioting, and causing absolute mayhem like somebody is doing outside my studio right now. Very interesting to me. Uh, let's see what, let's go back to some of the, uh, uh, so go back to the, the question on who should become president. Donald Trump made it very clear today in his press briefing that China would love a Joe Biden president. Russia would love a Joe Biden president. Iran would love a Joe Biden president. And you know what? I guess Nancy happens to agree with the president on this uh, on this take. Why in the world would China, the country that just unleashed a plague on the world, why would they want a Joe Biden as president? 
Well, that's basically exactly what Nancy has to say in this short clip. But the Chinese, they, what, what, they, what they said is China would prefer Joe Biden, whether they do. That's their conclusion, that they would prefer Joe Biden. Yep, Nancy, you're right. China says they would love a Joe Biden as president because Donald J. Trump is tough on every other country that's been dealing us unfairly for decades. And it's been politicians that have been letting these other countries get away with it. And uh, he's he's a new sheriff in town that's not going to take that, that's not going to allow, allow us Americans to be sold down the river for uh, the, the back-padded... Uh, uh, patting the pockets of these politicians that are making backroom deals with other countries. We definitely have a new sheriff in town. Well, some cause for uh, celebration could be amongst all of these riots and, and all the chaos that's taking place, there has been an eruption of individuals that want to gather together outside to praise and worship. Thousands gathered in Portland and Seattle in response to violent protests. My friend Sean Foyt has been leading this charge. I'm going to have him on my show soon, probably this week. Thousands of Christians gathered together over the weekend to worship in Portland and Seattle, two cities in America that have seen great violence, destruction, and chaos at the hands of Antifa and other violent groups in response to the killing of George Floyd. The worship events were organized by my good friend Sean Foyt, uh, a California-based worship leader from my church. Uh, who began hosting Let Us Worship events in July after California banned singing in church. Oh, you can't sing in church. No, it's going to spread. Uh, talking apparently is okay, but singing, well, it's just uh, it's just so much worse. Thousands have joined his events on the beaches of California and now in the cities of Portland and Seattle to do nothing but just exercise their First Amendment rights and praise and worship. So hopefully that's something that begins to turn the tide in so many of these cities and areas that truly do need a reason to hope. And again, I'll tell you, God has been a great, amazing reason for hope. Uh, he is faithful even when we're not. And uh, and I think we need more people uh, that uh, march from that perspective than for the other perspective. Uh, let's look at this. Let's look at this. There's here's I w I've been sharing this on my show, friends, for a couple months now. All these rioters that have been in cities, downtown cities, that have been burning buildings, uh, they're not going to stay there. I've been sharing that they're not going to stay there. I've been saying, be prepared and be able to protect yourself in your house and hopefully network with your neighbors so that you can all be notified if a, a, a raging mob comes into your neighborhood. You want to be able to protect yourself. Well, in Washington, D.C., it's just one city that this, that this is taking place. That's exactly what these BLM protesters are doing. They're taking it to the neighborhoods. They don't want you to get any sleep. Forget sleep. How about just peace? I mean, that's got to be absolutely scary. Can you imagine protesters in the middle of the night 
walking down your street chanting, understanding what's taken place in so many of these cities where they have ransacked homes, they've set homes on fire with people inside, and now they're walking down your street. Friends, you better be prepared. You better uh, have good use of your Second Amendment rights and network with your friends and your neighbors. Even if you're not friends, know your neighbors and be ready to protect your streets and your home and your loved ones if one of these marches comes to your neck of the woods. Now on the flip side, let's look at a, a march that took place in Los Angeles. I actually had the privilege of speaking at a recall Gavin Newsom rally in Ventura over the weekend. Uh, I was able to fly in and out of there. I was planning on actually staying in San Diego for the week with my bride to take a little R&R. I need some. My wife and I truly, truly need some. But everything in that city and everything and pretty much in that state is shut down. You can't hardly go anywhere. There are some places you can go. We had to find restaurants where there's seating outside. My good friend Rob McCoy, Pastor Rob McCoy of, of God Speak Church in Thousand Oaks, he's been holding services uh, every Sunday, has been for months now uh, with zero cases of COVID, and he's under attack by the local health agencies there. But uh, we were going to stay in San Diego, but we just decided, you know what, it is not going to actually be a vacation for us if we can't enjoy some of the simple pleasures uh, that a vacation should give. So we're actually going to be taken off. I'll tell you at the end what uh, what we'll do. But this is the alternative, friends. This is the alternative type of marches that are taking place right now. And my question to you is very, very simple. Which of these sides are you on? It should be a very simple question. Are you with all these individuals that say, we need justice for George Floyd? Well, the cops were arrested. They've been charged. Uh, we need justice for a man that was not targeted because of uh, any kind of racial uh, profiling. Is That's never come out that that was a reason why he was killed. Uh, on the flip side, I shared a video last week where it showed his absolutely erratic behavior. I still do not use that to justify how George was treated, how he was murdered by Chauvin. Uh, that cop that shouldn't even even been a cop at the time with his record of excessive force. But the question should be really simple. These rioting protesters that so many Democrat politicians are giving a pass to, are those the individuals that you're siding with or are you siding with individuals that march like this? just two things you don't hear at pretty probably any democrat rally is god bless america they definitely don't say god bless our president uh, but that's the kind of peaceful march that i'm talking about those are the kind of peaceful people patriots with american flags you don't see those in any of these other rallies which side are you on because really clearly that's exactly what this upcoming election is offering us the side of Joe Biden that still has yet to denounce all of the rioting uh, chaos that's erupted all over our country? Or a president 
that has been standing up for America, America first, that's been putting us first, that's put us first back on the world stage, that's not flying around the world bowing to other world leaders and apologizing for us as a country. That is truly what's uh, at stake this election. Joe Biden will sell us down the river to China. As you heard Nancy Pelosi share, China would love to see Joe Biden as president. I'm sure his son Hunter would too or the man that's created the most booming economy with the most jobs that we've seen probably in any presidential uh, period of time, probably in decades, if not ever, that is what's truly at stake this election. Well, Lindsey Graham has seen some things that we all still need to be privy to and hope that we see justice for. Lindsey Graham has seen some things when it comes to the uh, FBI deceiving the Senate Uh, that goes all along with the entire coup, the attempted plot against our president, he's seen some things that makes him say, some people need to go to jail. Yes, somebody does need to go to jail for this. Graham says, new document shows FBI deceived Senate during the 2018 briefing on the Still dossier. Lindsey Graham appeared with uh, Maria Bartiromo, and he was in a feisty mood as he roared that somebody needs to go to prison for lying to Congress. He's just released some documents that proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that there were mountains of evidence showing that the Steele dossier was fake. It was false. The whole thing was garbage. But the FBI, but when the FBI agent showed up in 2018 for a briefing, he told them that there was absolutely no reason to doubt the veracity of the dossier. In fact, there was no reason to believe it. Some of the stories that were attributed to Steele's primary source told the FBI that they were not even from him. So as a reminder of what should be 24-7 news coverage from the mainstream media, yet you're not going to get it from the mainstream media because they don't want you to hear about it. Here is, uh, one more time, I'm going to show you the exposing of Obamagate. Trump will not be president. Highly critical, biased text messages between senior FBI officials Peter Strzok and Lisa Payne. There will be no question about the outcome of this election. And she got ahead of herself. This utterly stunned this campaign. Uh, head home. You should get some sleep. We'll have more to say tomorrow. Our constitutional democracy enshrines the peaceful transfer of power. The peaceful transition of power is one of the hallmarks of our democracy. We want to do everything we can to help you succeed, because if you succeed, then the country succeeds. These declassified documents that were just released. Uh, officials in the Obama administration were asking for the identities to be unmasked of Americans. Unmasking of aides and staffers of the incoming president. The basic charge, political spying. To disrupt the peaceful transfer of power. Unmasking of American citizens uh, it, it could be a real problem. Why is it that the unmasking of Flynn somehow ended up in the pages of the Washington Post? I know nothing about those moves to investigate Michael Flynn. The vice president said that yesterday, and then the last name on this list is Joe Biden. The Obama administration was bitter. They wanted to do everything they could to undermine the incoming Trump administration. Really designed to sabotage and really upend the new administration. An outgoing president and a vice president and a Washington Post columnist and the FBI setting up an incoming administration. Wow, that's a real conspiracy, and nobody wants to talk about it. Well, that should be 24-7 news coverage if we had journalists and networks that actually cared about our American way of life and, uh, and cared about getting to the truth. It really should be. 
You're not going to get it from most of them. You will get it here. Please share this episode. Hopefully one of your family members or friends will see something on today's show later on tonight, whenever, and uh, and wake, and it'll wake them up. So friends, my bride and I are going to take a little R&R. We are headed out. Uh, we're headed out tomorrow. So the rest of this week, I will bring you amazing one-on-one interviews that I've done with amazing people like Matt Gates, um, uh, Ted Nugent, another one with him. I got to do a second uh, coverage with him and so many other amazing individuals that I know you're going to absolutely love. So please tune into the show. And if you haven't already, a great way to support my show is by supporting my wife and I's small business, uncorkedliving.com, uncorkedliving.com. I take these when I'm on trips. I take Dream every single where I take it every night. I've got to. It's hard sometimes for me to shut my mind down. Dream, all-natural blend of herbs to help relax your mind, relax your muscles, and help you get an amazing night's sleep. I stopped drinking coffee with this little supplement right here, Interlean. It's a blend of herbs designed to increase mental clarity and focus. Lasts for about four to six hours with just one capsule. Detox Plus, I take that. It helps remove uh, bloating. It helps keep everything regular, keeps everything moving. You take one of these at night with a full glass of water, and in the morning, you wake up and you have a good bowel movement. You're running through there, and I'm drinking this stuff all day long uh, throughout the day, uncorked the drink. It's a blend of super fruits, high in antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, and anti-aging benefits with a little mixture of herbs to increase your mental clarity and focus. Way better for you than coffee, soda, or anything. And you can drink it hot if you like a hot tea. Get those at uncorkedliving.com and use the code David for extra savings. God bless you all. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Have an amazing week. I'll be back live next Monday, but don't miss my one-on-one interviews. I know you're going to love them. God bless you. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.